0: The Bible informs us that God is ever the same, and in him there is no revision or slightest change. He's a rock we can stand upon because his word doesn't move, a firm foundation to live by, never to be removed. So God doesn't change, and neither does his word. The Ten Commandments are always, given for man to observe. A guide to life, the Ten Commandments be. The first four relate to God, who for us hung on Calvary's tree. The last six so relate to others, our fellow man, and how we can live with them in a peaceful life span. Yet not by works or keeping the law, that's not our ticket to heaven's open door. These ten given are a guide on how to live, but life eternal is only through Jesus, by grace he give. Redemption that cannot be earned, but a free gift given. Jesus does ransom us from sin's deadly prison. So off to the end time show we now depart, but let's not put the biblical horse before the cart. It's a question of worship that runs the Bible throughout, and there once was an angel who did in God clock out. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? Sinful pride in your heart, forever to man a warning. Lucifer kicked out of heaven and down to earth to roam, so he tempted man truly, claimed his world as his own. Lucifer still wants to be God and worship is his aim, from men he will take it by shame, blame and pain. This is where things get interesting, for in the Bible, you see. It tells us about Lucifer's tale, Deceptive, that has come to humanity. Worship on his misguided mind, worship in his prideful heart. Doing all he can to detract from Jesus, who alone is worthy of worship from the start. Discredit and diminish, devalue and decrease. Chipping away at God's holy word, trying to make it cease. Within sinful man and church, his results can be seen clearly today. For man has changed the fourth commandment to not the seventh, but first day. Ha, no big deal, that's what people say. But if you know God, you know that's not his way. So another beast the Bible does predict. A nation rising up into this worship conflict. The nation looks like a lamb, but speaks like a dragon. Exercising all his power to make man follow the false worship wagon. So into the church beast, its deadly wound is healed. Church and state come together to make everybody kneel. Hard to believe, maybe not that hard my lovely listener, look back a short time in history when three men who wouldn't follow became prisoner. Misleading is way, no surprise here, we are told it's no marvel, Lucifer and light can appear. The Bible declares great wonders and signs, miracles and fire, all persuade man to worship a false beast and no higher. Some under fear will follow that deception hollow, yet some will stand upon God's word and God alone his Bible follow. Soon at this time the Bible says it's a choice for man to make. Follow the ways of a holy God or a mark of beast to take. No microchip, implant, tattoo or injection, but the mark of a beast is a day of false worship selection. Some will follow the false for fear of losing job while others will follow because they believe this false god. A mark in the hand or a mark in the forehead, the Bible re- reveals in Revelation 13 everything that's been said. So the false beast has no more time for the true, and a killing sentence will be bestowed upon the faithful Bible few. Great and terrible tribulation for the faithful follower of the word of God, a testing time truly, but it will not their faith rob. These events lead to a conclusion of that earthly final day. Coming in the clouds, Jesus returns and put an end to every false and foul play. So, into part three, we will next conclude this story of true and false worship from which the Bible is viewed. So, I leave you now on a worship end. Will your worship to a holy God faithfully send? Your answer? Well, I have no clue. I guess I will leave that up to you.